0: Welcome to episode 14 of The Best Cop Beat with myself, David Vermin, a.k.a. The Verminator. And I am alongside (laughs) the ever-present Liam Keane, Warsaw reporter, Liam Keane.
1: Hi Dave, you right?
0: I'm alright, how are you? Valentine's Day today, you got any plans?
1: Yeah, yeah, we're going straight into it. I was going to say, (laughs) you're actually self-naming... Yourself, the verminator. Now you're not even messing around. Um, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Uh, yes, Valentine's Day. Um,
0: what does a Liam Keen Valentine's Day look like? I'd imagine it's a couple of glasses of whiskey and a long <laughs> night of sensual love. making what?
1: Whoa! <laughs> whoa, 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 are you, are you even allowed to say that on here? Uh, I don't know, but um, well, well, we'll, go, we'll go with it. Um, no, it's it's gonna be. It's uh, gonna be a curry tonight. Uh, watch a bit of football and play a bit of football manager, and uh, <laughs> and go to bed. Basically, M- misses are living in London, um, oh. and it's her birthday tomorrow as well. Would you combine the two usually? So yeah, normally yeah. So because obviously I'm not missing the game tomorrow. I'm uh, I'm seeing her Sunday, and I've got Monday off as well. So yeah, we're gonna go for some food, and I've got a few tricks up my sleeve. Take that how you like. And uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'd I'll, I'll just I I'll meant like presents it. and stuff, but <laughs> um, and yeah, so that should be nice. I mean, um, I was gonna ask how, what you and your missus are doing, but you're definitely lonely out here. I'm not lonely. Thank you. You know what? Last year you, you not. Have you got misses.
0: I have for s- well six years, and I'm very much. I was, a- I was
1: about to say, or a boyfriend. I don't know. No,
0: I've, I have a girlfriend. Six Fair years. Enough. I've been with her. Very much in the same boat as you. I genuinely
1: never actually knew this.
0: No, we don't. We don't live together. She lives in Oxford, So not as far as London. Oh lovely. So I'm very much the same as you'll be doing it. What's her name? Phoebe.
1: Phoebe, lovely. Is it? Is it her birthday soon? No. December. Oh, oh her sixteenth must be Coming up soon then. Oh shit. Oh, <laughs> going in for it. I mean that. I was to be fair. I was expecting you to do that to me when I went to her birthday tomorrow. I was expecting to go. Oh, it's a. a t- you know what? Yeah, let's let's you, move on. Actually, we well, probably shouldn't yeah, be doing okay. this kind of banter. Okay. Well,
0: I had enough abuse two weeks ago when Nathan called me the Shermanator. I couldn't, believe it. I couldn't believe it. That was brilliant. That was brilliant. I
1: should have thought that really, because you got that sort of. Well, you're ginger, first of all. Well, does that automatically <laughs> mean I'm the Shermanator? Yeah, he's <laughs> ginger. He in the American Pie films. I'm sure. It yeah,
0: is. but it doesn't mean I have the same face.
1: Well, <laughs> no comment. <laughs>
0: And, you know, it's not... American Pie gets a girl at the end. I mean, real life isn't like the ugly, ugly ginger Yeah, doesn't, you, doesn't get you the definitely girl don't the get the girl at the end.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to stop bullying you now. Let's move on. Should we talk a bit about football, then? Let's talk a bit about football. But yeah, actually, before do that, have you got any plans, Valentines, or are you just going to be... Uh, are, you, are you at a game? Um, Wait, I was about to say, are you um, at a game tomorrow? You? I'm with you. Everyone, Dave, is at uh, the Banks' tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, keep if, an eye out. If you see some long ginger wavy locks, you know, you, know who, <laughs> you know who it is.
0: Um, before we get into the games... That's um, why, why people games. are here. Not
1: um, uh, certain banter. That would, yeah. I know you know. I'm not even going to say the word. I was going to say. Listen, <laughs> yeah. That's why they're here, isn't it? They're here for a little bit of banter, and then you know we'll go into mostly thing. the games.
0: I mean, considering
1: that complaint that you had about
0: after Nathan's I, one as well. I got a, little,
1: I got a couple tweets about that. One guy was very polite and just said it he, he wasn't really for him, he didn't really enjoy it, but he'll be back next week. I was like, fair enough. One guy did tweet saying, my God, how this has gone downhill. What, 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 were they, what did they have a problem with? Oh, to it? be honest, mate, I don't care. Um, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, I don't know, to be honest, I think it, that one was a bit of a funny one because it was it, we had to make light of the situation because there was no, no signings. I mean, I, I knew that from very early on, there was no signings coming in. Um, or, no going, or outgoings either. Um, I was very hungry and was sort of <laughs> having, <laughs> having visions of my Nando's. So That's all I could think about.
0: Well, they came in and teased you, there, didn't they? Just they I mean. did, yeah. They brought yeah. me
1: a slice of pizza as well, which probably wasn't very nice to, to have me eating it on, on Mike <laughs> rather. Um yeah it was one of those ones where it was a little bit all over the place we had a bit of a laugh and I thought it was quite funny I did actually get a message from Vital uh, Rob who does the Vital account saying it was he thought it was the best and the funniest one yet and then we had a couple of tweets one guy absolutely well actually it was three tweets actually it was the one guy I feel, I don't remember the names but the one guy who was very polite and just said it wasn't for him but he'll he'll watch again next week and then there was two one the one guy said oh, my god this has gone downhill something like that and I, mean, I didn't reply to that one but the other guy said um, it's uh, too much of a sketch show at ENS nowadays. It's not like when Massey was here. I mean, it's li- I mean, me, and Massey. Are obviously, different personalities. It is exactly the same as when Massey yeah, was here. Yeah. The whole idea of the podcast is to have a bit of fun about it, have some serious questions, and talk about the football as well. But have a bit of a fun, have a bit of a laugh, um, and it's not going to be for everyone. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not I don't sit there crying myself to sleep thinking, oh no, this one person didn't like the podcast. Ah. <laughs> but. Ideally, if I can make sure everyone enjoys it, I I will. So hopefully everyone enjoys this one. If they don't, don't tweet me because I do not care.
0: And if they don't... I'm joking, I'm joking. Well, if they don't, it's my fault. Do tweet me
1: because I want to know if it's... I want feedback. And yeah, if it is bad, it's your fault because... Uh, how many times did it take you to do the intro? Was it? I think yeah, one, I mean, this
0: is this was our fourth I th- attempt. I think, think it was three, or three, oh, three or four. Or four.
1: Yeah, you forgot your own name, one of them, but they they won't hear that, so I'll just dock you in.
0: Most of them because you just started bur- start laughing at my face as soon as I started. talking. No, I
1: started laughing because you couldn't remember your name. And no, not the first time. Uh, yeah, the first. I can't remember what the First time. <laughs> anyway, anyway, yeah. As I said, let's let's go onto the football now. That's why people are in.
0: Yeah, um, Warsaw announced this week um, their early bird campaign for season tickets. Um, they, aim, they said they aim for five thousand uh, season yeah. tickets sold. They are currently at two thousand. Um, the program works more: the more tickets sold, the cheaper those who yeah. will, will get it for. I just want to ask you: how realistic do you think that ambition is? Um, especially their form at home this season has been so poor. I mean, and, and if their home form's mm. better, they're obviously going to get more tickets because people are seeing better football and the brand of football. Do you think? Their brand of football needs to change because.
1: What are you trying to say, Dave? Just, to ex- I mean, I think people know this anyway. But just to explain how it works, so basically, it, this only works for paid for season tickets, not ones that are on license. Because obviously, people who don't have the funds to pay it all outright will pay um, sort of on some sort of system, or pay for every game they go to, or h- however it works. I'm not entirely sure, but they'll pay for it in stages. Basically, this only works for the fully paid for ones. So, season tickets they've got that are. All altogether it's about two thousand six hundred, but in terms of the ones that are paid for, it's two thousand. So if they need to go from two thousand and they need to get themselves to three thousand before the um, the discounts or the refunds start coming in, Um, so even if they get to three thousand, it will range from around about fifty to seventy five pound back, depends on where you sit. And that is, well, that's pretty good going, isn't it? I mean, just just to get a bit of money back, just. Basically, I'll put my thought out there, and I think this was the consensus among most fans as well. It's a bloody good idea, I think, yeah. if I'm honest. it's Don't get me wrong. The ambition of getting 5,000 is ambitious, to say the least. They're not going to do it. If they did it, it would be absolutely incredible, but they're not going to do it. But the whole... Uh, they're being ambitious. That, that's, that, that, I've just said the word three times. There. That is what they're being. They're being ambitious. The ambition is to do this. They are being ambitious. That's what they want to get, and they're working towards it. Lee Pomlet's made no uh, secret of what he of what he wants, and and they're working towards it. I think the idea that they're going to start at three thousand, potentially they could have started at two and a half and done a, a slightly smaller. Refund, but then equally, I don't work in the finance side of it, and I can imagine that there's that a lot of work has got into what they can afford to give back based on how many they they get in. So whether it didn't work out that way or not, I don't know. But I think three thousand is doable. It's gonna be it's not gonna be easy, but it's gonna be it's gonna be doable. Um, and I think when fans will be more enticed to do it when they realise and when they see, i.e., with this scheme that the the ambition is there, the club are are doing things that are gonna try. And make the club and the team better off in the future, uh, particularly for next season, where they want to do a promotion push, and Dal has been very clear about that. So for me, it's a, it's a good idea. It's ambitious. They're not going to get the five thousand, but if, if they can even just get the three, and then potentially build onto the three and a half, that I think that'd be superb work for next season.
0: What are those things that they're doing to try and increase their sales? And you mentioned they're doing things. What, what specifically are they? Do you know?
1: We're giving people some money back. <laughs> oh, uh, well, okay. the uh, okay. W- okay. that, but I mean the, the matchday experience. There's been a lot of criticism about that for a number of years. Slowly but surely, that's improving. Um, it, it's not. It's not going to all happen at once. They're not going to turn up t- tomorrow at Northampton. It's going to be all, all at home rather to Northampton. It's all going to be ticked off the list. They're working at it slowly but surely. One of them, for example, is they brought in the. Um, Pop up bars in one of the stands. So, I think it was the fans forum event uh, that Lee Pommers said they were going to do that. And within two days of that event, at the next home game, they were there, and they've been there since. So it's those, and just to reduce queues, at, uh, kiosks, etc. So they're getting there slowly. The infrastructure is is mostly there at the club, um, and they're just working on sort of getting the the finer details there. But it's it's getting there. I think if I think it's a, a positive thing that they've done this. Obviously, if they don't hit three thousand, it's uh, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say the word pointless, but it's not obviously. Then they they haven't achieved it, but to have the ambition of doing it is only a good thing, I think.
0: All right, let's look back at the previous two games first. Forest Green Rovers away, two one win for Warsaw Goals from uh, Josh Gordon and Wes McDonald. Uh, I mean, Forest Green have been going pretty good. They're all right this season. They're mid table. They're they were good last well, season. Wow! Well, they...
1: Yeah, they were doing well this yeah. season, and yeah. then recently they, they've dropped off big time.
0: Well, perhaps that's because they've got one of the youngest squads in the league. They've often got the youngest start, 11, no, you starting do, eleven. You did your research, <laughs> <laughs> that's but, what they're, but they're a side with a vision for the future. I mean,
1: they've got a good team, to be fair.
0: You can say that. Say that uh, the vision for the future on the pitch and off the pitch as well. I mean, did you enjoy the food?
1: Right. That you there? So. I, I don't know whether people actually care about my matchday experience, but I've, I quite enjoy talking about it, <laughs> so I'm going to go for it anyway. Um, again, tweet me with, with the love of hate, whether you like it or not. But, uh, <laughs> so, parking is a big issue in League Two. <laughs> well,
0: can imagine so at Forest Green in the Cotswolds? where I'm...
1: I, don't, I mean, this is the first time at the ground. The ground is in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I mean, in the it, whole
0: of Cotswolds in the middle of nowhere.
1: Literally in the middle of nowhere. You yes. look on the on the map, and it's surrounded. it's in like a little town called Nailsworth, mm. um, and it's in the, the map. It's it's surrounded by green for forests and whatever around. Oh, it's surrounded by green forests, is it? Forest no, it's in gr- the colour green. <laughs> when you look on the map, <laughs> no, like Google Maps, and that don't <laughs> you need to? Oh, you know what? I'm not even going to go there with you, Dave. Um, they it's, it's it's quite literally middle of nowhere. So. Uh, It started off pretty badly for me when the night before or potentially two nights before got an email from the press guy at Forest Green saying um, it's stadium policy, no it was two nights before because I emailed him back, Um, stadium policy we only offer one parking space per organisation, obviously me and we have a photographer that goes to every game as well, he went, um, Steve Leaf who who did that really uh, brilliant picture of Josh Gordon at that which you take the massive the ownership
0: over on Twitter when everyone someone tweets out yeah, by Express style by the way I saw
1: that. One. Um, yeah, I actually deleted that tweet. You know, oh, did you? I, yeah, because I because I I just felt like it was a little bit bitchy and yeah. I, I, I I didn't mean it to be either. I was having a bit. Of, just meant to be having a bit of a laugh. Like, and no one replied to it. within a couple of minutes, I was like, I'm gonna delete that. <laughs> it, it was
0: a bit of both. It was a laugh, but yeah, it, it equally was a though, of it, giant, equally
1: yeah. it does annoy me a little bit when people, pa- particularly, uh, i.e., a company that's working with a club, put out something that's our picture and don't credit us because mm. it's not even me that's taken them but Steve Leaf, it, it, we it's not always him that does the games we have Tim Thursty or Tim Sturge we have a lot of different lads that mix around it but they do a cracking job with the pitchers mm. And that Steve Lee, I mean, there's a little bit of luck as well because um, the player has to run in the right direction after scoring a goal. Like Wes, for example, a couple his last couple of goals, he's run in the opposite direction. It's just a bit of luck, really. But equally, Steve did a cracking job with that photo. It was a really great photo after the penalty. Um, so yeah, I'll just I'll, yeah, if you're going to use it, put ENS credit on, please. Anyway, uh, what was um, yeah? So the, it was Steve Leaf that went down, uh, and the, the, the guy the guy said to me, um, sell an email. I'll put Steve Lee down as the as the name for the uh, the parking space. Let me know if you want it, if you want me to change it to Liam. Um, but you you only get one, so I was like, okay, that's great. So straight away, it's already not in my name, so that puts me at a disadvantage instantly. Uh, so I got onto him and said, look, I, I don't live in the area. I travel obviously on my yeah. own to the games unless I'm taking the Warsaw lads occasionally. Um, I can't share a car with Steve to get down. There's no, there's no way of us doing that. and I'm not taking other transports. It's so much easier to car, to go in the car can I please have another space? He just comes back to me and says, um, oh no, it's stadium policy, sorry, I can't. And don't get me wrong, with press officers at clubs, a lot of the stuff is not going to be in their hands and that probably isn't in his hands to make that decision, which is fair enough. And I'm not afraid to say this because I very much doubt he's going to listen to it. But he then also said one little sentence, uh, there's a lot of stadiums in League 2 that you, or a lot of grounds in League 2 that you don't get parking at at all. I was like, well, cheers mate, I know that because I'm not getting it at bloody Forest Green so I know I know all about that, thanks it, I just thought it was a bit um, a bit of an offhand comment it just wound me up a little bit I was like, Let me help me and he, and he just basically said you can either go here, there or whatever and I was like, oh whatever so, um, driving down the drive mostly was fine I got myself to within 5 or 10 minutes oh no, I got, I got delayed sorry, for about 25 minutes and standstill traffic coming through Evesham, because the way I'd go from Warwick I'd go through like a few towns and stuff and um then got within about five ten minutes of the ground and satnav's telling me to turn right, going down this down this lane. I'm like, okay, yeah, no worries, turn right. as I as I'm already turning in like I've already I've already committed to it, I'm already turning in, into the road, about to go up this lane. There's a big well, I say big sign, it went that big, there's was a sign on the on the wall saying do not follow your satnav to forest green, narrow lane as in to, don't go up this lane to follow to get to get right. there and i straight away like, i was like oh no what have i done i'm driving up this lane but by the way it's unbelievably steep it's like it's almost vertical Wait,
0: so the sign wasn't before you entered the lane
1: no it was it was on that side of the road on the wall next oh, to the lane okay. but if you're if you're coming from but well, if you're coming from either side you're not going to see it until you're turning into the road so straight away i'm thinking oh no <laughs> 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 this lane is like Pretty much vertical. What car do you have as well? Um, no, Quick no, no, to deal with that. It. It's a uh, Renault Clear, so it's not big. So Me it's too. it's good. It's not a big car, but it's um, and it, yeah, it's vertical going up this lane. And I was I'll swear to you now, it was we're talking almost wall to wall either side of the car, like right up against the doors. There's like there's not much. It's so tight. And there was was basically no room either to turn in if a car was coming the other way as well. Mm. So if a car came the other way, I didn't know what I was going to do. Because the car was coming downhill as well, which means I would have had to go backwards.
0: Is it a road? Yeah, it's a road. So what's the point of the road if you can't go down it?
1: Well, no, no, it says don't follow follow Forest Green. There was houses and everything up there, but it said don't follow to go Forest Green. So, I'm, and obviously, so if a car came the other way, I would have had to go backwards, but I w- would have had to reverse down a winding road, backwards down a hill. And I, I was like seriously worrying. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do here. So, I got to the top of the hill, because obviously I couldn't turn around, and it opened up a bit. And the satellite was telling me to turn right again, and it was another lane with another sign. I was like, I'm not going up there. <laughs> I was like, oh, there's no way of going up there. So, I turned around, because it opened up a bit, I had a bit of space to turn around, came back down the lane I'd just come down, and eventually got back onto the road that I was on. And just followed it round and it just followed round five minutes and I got to the stadium. So I so it it, it was sorted easy, but mate, I was <laughs> I was seriously worried going up that road. Um but it worked out fine. I got there um a bit later than usual, um and Tom at Warsaw had, had pretty much eaten all the chips on his own. <laughs> he said he had three bowls of them. Like, there was no chips when I arrived, they'd all gone. But, to be fair to them, they actually put a pretty decent spread on. It looked nice. Um, in the there's like a big salad, which I didn't have any of. But <laughs> <laughs> um, There was two types of curry. There was like a tofu curry and a lentil curry. I've never tried tofu, and I'm a bit scared of it, because it, it doesn't look very nice. So, I didn't try that one. I tried well, the lentil...
0: From what I've heard, it doesn't taste very yeah,
1: nice. I tried the lentil one, and it was okay. It weren't great. I'm I like the,
0: I like lentils. The,
1: it was alright The reason for my tweet Which I got a bit of uh, People were like oh, I can't believe you're saying that I said the food, this grub's alright The reason for it was That they had um, Samosas and spring rolls Like vegetable mm. ones And they just tasted Like normal vegetable ones And they were absolutely gorgeous Well
0: they're not normal uh, Normal vegetable samosas Not vegan well, anyway. they, well they might be But I don't know whether The, past, that, the pastry should, might have yeah, s- Like milk and like something something or, in some Yeah or
1: exactly or Yeah, So it, it just tasted Exactly like that Normal They were absolutely they, Honestly they were awesome but I missed, I didn't realise until afterwards on speaking to Tom that there were vegan sausage rolls there as well, but they got nicked before I got there. So, um, yeah, so that's the reason for the tweet. Those two out, and they, they're just not normal foods anyway, basically, and they were so nice. But um, the next thing to say before we get, actually get on to the football part of it is. Uh, <laughs> we've been building up the football part. Yeah, we've be, been building up to it. We're the almost 20 minutes in? The press box was unbelievably cramped. Really, you couldn't stand up and sit down with the bench in front of you. It was it was like one of those ones that you can flip up.
0: Okay, so it's not because there was a lot of people there, it's just
1: because the- Oh no no, it was that as well. No, oh, okay. yeah, no, it was busy as well. It was, you, uh, I mean, I'm not the biggest person in the world, but I'm not the smallest person in the world by any means. And I was, I couldn't get in and out. Honest, I swear, I could not get in and out of it. I had to, I had to get someone to hold my laptop as I flipped the thing up. And while I was squeezing out, it was it was not great. If I'm honest, the ground was very non-league. Uh, it? Yeah, it was it was like a proper non-league. The stands of the pitch or both, both really. Yeah, um, although the, the main stand where we were, like, sort of the press room and everything, the facilities were actually quite decent. They sort of they'd redone that and everything, which, which was quite nice. Um, but anyway, the actual football side of it, eight hundred and no, was it no nine hundred eighty-eight? I think it was. A uh, Warsaw fans that went oh, just just under a thousand. I think it was. Anyway, top of my head, something like that. Anyway. Cracking support, really, really good, excellent support. And you know what? A cracking win. So I'll, I'll leave the floor if you don't ask me a question about the game now, well, rather course, than me waffling on.
0: Of course, Josh March would score against <laughs> Well, it's funny you said that,
1: because it was... I've watched it on replays as well, and you still can't tell. It was so um, such a scramble in the box when he won the header that I don't actually know whether it was him that scored or not. He's been credited because with it. Because he's been credited with it by the club. But I saw on Sky, and when you Google the game, it says Aaron Collins. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, OK. So I, I, I wasn't sure, to be honest. Um, and even when you watch it on the uh, the highlights, uh, you can't see who, who heads it. Or oh, I couldn't, anyway. And then when you're running off, you can't see you can't see which player it is that's celebrating, because they're, they're running back just to restart again. Um, but yeah, anyway, I think it was him, anyways. But um, yeah, what a surprise. <laughs> He, the player who turned down Walsall for Forest Green, yeah. um, looks like he got in the street, Yeah, that's not. Uh, that's not. What's well, well, not? We don't care about that. We talk, we talk about the no, two, no, no. the two Walsall yeah. goals. We're not bitter. But uh, but yeah, Kinsella, who actually had a good game uh, out wide, was absolutely clattered by I think it was Dawson for them. Absolutely clattered. Um, they, just the ball came into him with his back to goal, and he did like a little flick. Um, he was just inside the box we're talking by like half a foot inside the box and he just comes through the back of him and just absolutely slams it was like a rugby tackle just slams into the floor it was bizarre it was a very strange tackle clear penalty Josh dispatched it uh, their keeper he was a big boy I don't know if you saw any pictures of him
0: do you mean fat
1: <laughs> you, you said it not me but yeah <laughs> He like he looked like a Sunday league keeper. By all accounts, he's a pretty decent goalkeeper. I'm not sort of knocking his ability, but he was a Con- Conrad Logan is his name.
0: Perhaps don't make him dive.
1: I think I think they call him the <laughs> the flying pig. I think is his nickname, the flying pig, or something like that.
0: That's a bit harsh, isn't
1: it? I mean, just you know for, just for listeners, he's getting a picture up now of Conrad I've Logan. Seen, Have a look at I've him.
0: seen this guy play this season already when Shrewsbury played um, Mansfield in the. Yeah, in the cup. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. seen him play, and we were all commenting how he was a big boy. He yeah, he a big boy. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, he actually got a hand to the penalty, um, but it was too powerful. Back of the net. Uh, Josh's uh, celebration in front of um, what I found out afterwards was it was like a the stand on the goal. There was a big group of lads that were all together. We're talking like there's maybe like twenty or thirty of them, something like that. Uh, it turns out, from what I've heard, I'm going to say alleged because I'm not 100 percent sure that's true. Uh, but I'm pretty sure it is from what I've heard that they were all of Josh March's mates oh really all Villa fans (laughs) who went up for the game and they were being proper loud behind the ground and Josh went down went that scored cupping both of his ears (laughs) laughing in in their faces 1-0 you love to see it how many
0: many did you say you bought Josh March's mates um,
1: there was about 20 or 30 of them and they were all Josh March's mates
0: how do you have that many mates that you can invite to he's a footballer he's got got mates do you reckon they're leeching off him yeah Yeah. Um,
1: (laughs) because he's a yeah he's a a Villa fan Uh, Josh. uh, sorry Um. Marches, uh, but yeah, so that that was a good start to the second half after a pretty pretty even first half. Really, sort of the odd chance here and there. Uh, also, Cameron Pring did do a, a good. Um, he, he did a really good job on Odin Bailey, keeping him quiet. Uh, and yeah, so it was a good start to the half. And then Wes comes on. Wes McDonald comes on and does his magic. Um, yeah, Lavery wins it, uh, sort of quite high up in the uh, sort of halfway into their half or so, and uh, plays it to. To Wes and he just runs solo, gets the byline. Well, almost gets the byline. Heads towards the byline, left foot, bottom corner. You'll love to see it.
0: Daryl Clark used multiple formations in this match, and I mean that that can only. Be, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it seems like they've been working on multiple systems for the whole season. Do you think each of those formations and systems are starting to come together now? Will yeah, it? yeah. It's
1: it's. I mean, the four four two works. The four five one has worked this season. There's been times it hasn't. The five the back, which they did against Newport, which we'll come on to. They sort of abandoned for quite a while, to be fair. Apart from I think the old cup appearance, but um, it can work. I'm saying that they didn't get they didn't have a shot on target at Newport, so that's that. that was was issue earlier in the season that they weren't getting enough chances or scoring enough goals in the sort of five three two. And that's why they changed it up, um, and also because Wes came in came into the team and started doing really well. But um, yeah, I think it's good to have. A few options available to the team. They've got a few players who can fill in at other positions. They they still need a right winger, obviously, but it's something that I'm sure will be addressed in the summer. Um, yeah, it's it's yeah, it was good. It was a good result against Forest Green. Um, they they had to be sort of strong in the tackle, um, defend well. Um, Forest Green had a lot of chances that like they should really have taken, um, but some very good goalkeeping from Liam Roberts and some poor finishing. Men that also got the win in the end. Um, if I sort of summed it up by saying that if you look at just chances created Forest Green were better if you look at everything else I think Warsaw were better basically yeah. I think performance wise they were better defensively they were better um, I think well I, I, said, I was not going to say going forward because obviously chances created but I think I just yeah, I just thought I just think Warsaw had the better of the game I think they were the most composed on the ball and um, they, they, I think Forest Green were a bit erratic at times and since then have gone on to lose in midweek as well so um, it was a good win, and then yeah, on to Tuesday, Newport. I'm sure that's what you're going to throw at me next. Oh, yeah.
0: What was worse? Um, <laughs> here we go. Newport or, um, or or that match itself.
1: Newport is what word can I use here for the city? Um, it makes Wolverhampton look like New York. <laughs> um, no, that's probably a bit harsh, but it's, yeah, it's not great. It's not great. It's not a great place. I'm honest with you. So this was another situation where I was declined parking. <laughs> it's just a theme, isn't
0: it? As long as you don't get a parking ticket anymore, I mean, you're happy.
1: Wow. Well, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I oh, yeah, I've got to make sure I plan ahead. But didn't get a part. I didn't get a parking space. Um, I was delayed slightly on the way there to Newport on the Tuesday because the police had closed off a, a road on my way there for, for an accident, and I ended up having to do a half an hour diversion through country lanes. So that was always good. Um, got there couldn't get into the stadium I actually I drove down to the stadium thing. I just to see if I can blag it first of all there was no the gates were locked so there was no one there um, had to go park somewhere else I wasn't there that early it was like quarter to five or something it wasn't massively early um, I parked fortunately it was like a, a two three minute walk away where I parked so you could go over a little bridge to get to the stadium so where I parked was actually good in the end it paid and displayed when I got some food then got about half an hour later got a text back from the got a text back So I got a text from Steve again who was doing that game our photographer saying oh um, I, I, I just went and tried some my look at the gate and they and they let me in to park <laughs> I was like you've got to be having a laugh uh, so he got in again uh, I mean I, I can obviously claim on expenses mind that but it's still I'd rather not I'd rather just have the free in the first place so that wasn't great then went down to the stadium and in all fairness to them the bloke the press officer or I think he was a press officer anyway the guy who welcomed to see in anyway was very very nice um and I think that goes a long way uh just to have someone be friendly explain to you where to go and and to offer any help and that that sort of goes a long way and you don't get that at every club um the the rude chap at forest green I don't I don't think I ever spoke to anyone there even though the food was all right um mm-hmm. So it's uh, so that does go a long way first of all. So I was quite pleased with that. Then they had like a the little media room. It was sort of like a like a little like metal cabin kind of thing. And it, it was actually alright to be fair. They had like they had cup uh, you can get teas and they had biscuits out and stuff. No complaints for me. Happy with that.
0: You know a man that turns down a good
1: biscuit. No, no. The press box was uh, the press box was alright. It was you had to sort of go it had to go up a little bit. You couldn't go from the bottom of the standard and go up, you had to go up from the side, the, like the upper tier, and get to it. It was a bit annoying, um, but it was all right. There was enough space, it was the it was fine, yeah, all fine. I mean, it's the little things that mean the most to me, um, and yeah, it was fine. Um, the stadium itself is not great. You look at it, and it's like it's, it's not, I wouldn't quite go as far as saying non league, but it's not, it's not a particularly great stadium. Um, and the pitch was absolutely dreadful. They sh- They share the pitch with the rugby. Uh, we've one rugby team the Dragons but I heard from someone there might have been two rugby teams possibly but either way typical Welsh yeah <laughs> either way the pitch was dreadful it, it wasn't quite Tranmere t- dreadful but it was dreadful it was just all ripped up mud it was yeah it was bad and the game was equally <laughs> equally as dreadful um, Water didn't have a shot on target They, I thought they defended really well actually um, but they didn't have a shot on target um, and Offered almost nothing going forward for the whole nine minutes, but basically, and but it was a point on the road. It was four points in two away games, and you can't really complain. It's
0: not going to get many bums in seats. I mean, especially for that uh, season ticket initiative. But would you like to see Warsaw sort of embrace that style of play?
1: Defensively, they've been actually relatively solid. They did. They set up with the five at the back in this game. Um, Norman didn't actually venture forward particularly. Um, very much it was, it was more Pring that was doing it and Pring actually was doing pretty well but um, yeah they didn't really offer anything sadly going forward and it was I mean Newport they weren't great either to be honest with you and it was a, it was just a terrible 0-0 uh,
0: let's look ahead to Northampton the next game coming up tomorrow where we are both going to be Northampton are
1: I'm so glad you're joining me
0: I know it's, we have a good time, don't we? Yeah, we, we, have do, a good we, time. Do, we do. Treat myself to a bov rule. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> treat <laughs> yourself to
1: a nice free bov rule. You can't go wrong.
0: Yeah, I turn my nose with a bit of the rest of the stuff there, to be honest. Usually because I get there and it's all cold by the time. What about chips? There. Chips are decent. Uh, yeah, but people put their hands in the dish and...
1: Oh, well, yeah, because we don't get anything to serve exactly, it with. Yeah, and yeah, I've yeah, said so this to them plenty it's, of times. Yeah, but so it's a bit. The sandwiches um, sometimes are decent, sometimes it's a no-go. <laughs> the, yeah.
0: I'll
1: um, tell you what is a no-go, the Christmas cake that is there all year round.
0: Oh, is that what that is? Like, with the little yeah. white dust on top of it?
1: Right? Yeah, yeah, not touching that.
0: Why do they have Christmas cake all year round?
1: Don't know. Come <laughs> back come back next season, August, it'll be there. There'll be, there'll be mince pies and everything. Uh,
0: so Northampton, North, <laughs> Northampton, 6th in the league. Um, they finished, this is their second uh, season in League 2, they fish, finished 15th last year, exactly where Warsaw sit now in the league. I mean... And they're another Look club- at you and your research again. <laughs> good work. Anyway, carry on. They're another club that have have had a massive overturn of players in recent years, as Warsaw have, I mean, although that seems to be a bit of a trend in league too, to be honest. But. Yeah. Um but it's a good they're a good template for Warsaw and they do offer hope that I mean, although things aren't great now, I mean things can easily turn around in this league.
1: Yeah. Um What well, Warsaw what? Eleven points off the playoffs now. I think everyone's knows it's probably not going to happen. Uh, they've still got a few tough games to come as well. It's not going to happen. But they're in a place where they, they have got a chance to build for next season. Northampton are of a decent mould, probably. They got relegated to League 2 at the Banks a couple of seasons ago. Um, when they lost there, they got relegated. Uh, and they, yeah, they've yeah they they've built their way to a, a squad that's capable of getting promoted. They have lost the last two games, actually. They lost 1-0 to Port Vale on Saturday. and lost 1-0 to Swindon on Tuesday, uh, both at home. So in, they, had, they had a little mini blip of their own, hopefully that carries on into Saturday, but um, they were a team that are in and around it, in the playoffs, they're, well, they're sixth at the moment, is that right? Yeah. Um, and they've built a squad capable of getting up, uh, certainly sticking in the top seven for the rest of the season, but um, the there's, there's, problem is, and I think everyone has said this a million times, including Daryl, that there are teams in and around them, there's not much in it. There's a lot of teams that are very, very similar, there's... I wouldn't be surprised to see two or three teams get into the top seven on the last day of the season, for example, and other teams drop out, and it's one of them. So it's um, there. It's not going to be an easy game by any stretch of the imagination, but it, and they play a sort of a, a five-three-two. No, no, no. So like a three-five-two. Sorry, that's the better way of putting it. Three-five-two with like an, a, an attacking midfielder in behind the strikers. Um, his name is escaping me now, but he has scored. He's their top scorer of the season with like nine goals or whatever, but anyway um, it as, as I said it's so it 's so tight that just one or two moments in the game can swing it either way for either side so it it should be a game where Warsaw now can build on it because they they lost the three games in a row, and you 're thinking if they can either fall down like they did in October and lose six in a row, or they can bounce back as quickly as possible get a few results and they 've got two results now going into this game hopefully with a bit of confidence. Um, And I I imagine probably playing a relatively attacking team because even though the away form has actually been better this season, Darrell, for the most part, has tended to play more defensively away from home, either playing a 4-5-1 or setting up with Kinsella on the wing and a 4-4-2 or Newport the other day with a five at the back. Um, Whereas at home, at times he's played three strikers with Gordon on the wing or he's played um, or just played the 4-4-2 playing Holden out wide even though he's not suited to the wing he is obviously a more attacking player um, so there are options available too and I think he'll go attacking and hopefully get the crowd with him on the front foot early on
0: But playing like that at home hasn't worked for them though So It, is- it has
1: at times there's been games for example the uh, Cambridge game early in the season where they had the, the offer the £5 offer on they had a, a big uh, attendance that day the fans got behind them. There was an attacking team out that went out there and, and, and put put it on them, put it on them straight away, and got a result. So it, it has worked at times. Um, the reason why it hasn't worked at, at time other times at home compared to away from home, are genuine, I genuinely, it's difficult to say. I, I don't think anyone actually say the reason why. Even the players you ask them, they say we would love to know why. It, it, it's just these trends happen in football, don't they? With every team, every season. You'll see a team that will win almost every week at home, and then they can't—they can't get even can pick up a point away from home. These things happen all the way up to the Premier League. These these trends happen. Uh, the reason why—I'll be honest with you—I do not know.
0: I guess it could be a case of that. I don't know. You lose, a, uh, say you lose three in a row at home, and then I mean, Warsaw fans are pretty passionate. You can, and they'll let you know and they're not happy. I mean, the pressure we can build.
1: But no, it's. Um... Do you think
0: they get affected by that pressure of the fans? Because Warsaw's a big club and one that probably shouldn't be in League Two, or shouldn't be in League Two.
1: Uh, I think yeah, I think it can affect players. But I think players who who are worth, who are worth their metal, are going to be probably spurred on by by it, whether it's negative or positive. They they they'll thrive in that pressure. That's what you want.
0: Well, Daryl Clark's not going to suffer anyone that isn't mentally strong, as we know.
1: Yes, he said. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, the, the players uh, they're going to the players that are worth the time are going to be players that are going to enjoy the pressure. And make the pre- or, or even if they don't enjoy it, make it work in their favour, whether they enjoy it or not. I don't think because I think it can work. It can work, it can work either way. It can work negatively or, or against the, with the home fans. But I think it's worked. I think it's worked both ways this season. Um, what I think has helped massively away from home is the fans. Though I think that's that's more of a reason away from home than it is at home. If you see what I mean, because the away followings have been very good this season. Um, so I think that's probably more of a factor away from home than it is at home in um, spurring the lads on. So um, you know what? I'm expecting. I'm expecting a good League Two game. You know what the standards like? Top class.
0: Well, I was going to ask you about standard of League. Go 2 Go on
1: then. Throw it at me. You've seen every. I knew you were going to ask. That's you, why I threw it in there.
0: You've seen every club play now, haven't you? League Two, at least once. Uh, you might have missed one when you were on a holiday. No, I haven't seen Northampton. I haven't holidays. seen Northampton play. Oh, okay. That was, that
1: was the first day of the season. Uh, you've been on
0: holiday since this one. You missed one at home. I remember. I don't know who I was against, but I missed Salford. Salford's That's the only the game trip. I've missed since yeah.
1: I took the job. But Salford, I've done the away yeah. trip. Uh, no, because I I didn't start till the ninth game mm. of the season, did I? So I have missed. Uh, I have not seen Colchester play. Not seen Northampton play. And anyway, there'll you've be there'll be other ones <laughs> on the top of my head. I'm trying to think of. You, but yeah, you've anyway.
0: seen most teams play. What What do you make of the standard? Is it? A higher standard than you expected Lowest than expected
1: It's about where we're expected probably um, Yeah it's not uh, It's not great um, f- With that There's been one or two teams That have impressed me I'll tell you Could you get the lead table quickly One team who has impressed me Has been Cheltenham, Who have beaten Warsaw twice this season um, It was 2-1 at home And 3-1 away In both games Um in both games, I thought they were, they were superb. Yeah, they're 7th at the moment. When they beat us 3-1 away in... What was it? January, I think it was. Whatever, whenever it was. They went up to 3rd. And then they have actually dropped off a little bit. They've lost a few results here and there. Um, they're Yeah, they're 7th at the moment. They've got a good team, you know. I, mean, I was very impressed with them. Uh, particularly, I mean, the wave trip when we lost 3-1 was also terrible. First of all. But I was very impressed with them. Um, Swindon were top. This is the other side of the coin. Swindon were top. I've seen them once. We lost two-1 away. That was the, that was the sixth of the 6th game losing streak in October. Or actually, I think it was the first week in November. That one. Um, I didn't think they were anything special. Warsaw should have got a result that day. I didn't think they were particularly great. And they're they're flying high at the top of the league. So this is this is what everyone says when you talk about the the levels and the and, and the difference between sides. It's a bit more consistency and. Probably the extra one or two depth and quality in the attacking positions. Um, Crew, for example, in second. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't think they were great. Exeter in third. I actually thought they were pretty decent um, in that 3-3. Three, three. Even though Warsaw went 3-0 up, I thought they were actually pretty decent. I've not seen Plymouth play who were fourth. I've not seen Colchester play who were fifth. I've not seen Northampton who were sixth. But, I mean, Bradford beat us their eighth. So I mean, there are... I thought they were okay did I think they were great on the day. It's, any team, can. You, you saw it the other day with Carlisle. Carlisle beat Forest Green before the Walsall game uh, with, with Forest Green. They beat them 4-1. Carlisle have beaten Walsall twice this season and they're mm-hmm. terrible. That, that's me being totally honest. They're, they're not a great side at all. They beat Walsall twice.
0: Can that consistency come from Walsall though when they're changing their systems so often? Or do you think you know players just know their role, roles in certain systems and they know them well?
1: They they know their roles and I think it can because of the way Dowell works is that it's he each game he'll play a system to try and beat the side they're playing, i.e. bring the five in at the back against Newport. I because of that they're gonna be, they'll be drilling that all week. They'll know who they're. Their, their roles they know their positions they'll be drilling it all week ahead of the game and they'll have done that multiple times throughout the season so I don't see it as an issue what is an issue is occasionally the, the sort of laps in concentration in defence again linking to consistency and then also going forward they've got Wes uh, McDonald, jo- uh, Josh Gordon Keelan Lavery them three are sort of first choice attacking options aside from that they don't have a right wing and they've got two backup strikers who haven't really hit the ground running. So they just need that, that, that depth in that consistency and it should all hopefully come together next season.
0: And when the systems doesn't work for them and Warsaw lose, Darryl Clark often comes out and admits that he got it wrong. And he, he said that many times this season. I think he said it again he, Yeah, he said it a
1: couple of times. Yeah, two or three times. I think maybe four times or so he said that. Yeah. He said it
0: again recently. Um, what do you make of that tactic... Um, for the players, like how would you think that would motivate them, you know, protecting the players like that? I mean, you you have some managers, the ones that come to mind, like Jose Mourinho and a member Ralph Howson Huttle recently, when, you know, something was a penalty, it was a clear penalty against his side and he looked at it and, you know, journalists asked him a question, he said, That wasn't a penalty, even though we all knew it was. And, you know, it's it's that mentality of like
1: I'll be honest you know, just, just yeah, denying I know what you mean. the
0: facts and, and, and it, it, it can gather a support base I mean you, you see people like Donald Trump you, you <laughs> whoa if you want to mean, into politics whoa, whoa. I mean, it, wow, is, how have we gone to Donald Trump <laughs> it's that sort of tactic of mentality though isn't it I
1: know I know what you're trying to say yeah, so you're, are you sort of saying do you think Daryl's too honest is that what you mean Not,
0: well does it work for his team and do you think it could backfire on him because it does open them up to, to being vulnerable when things may, might start going wrong. I'm not saying they will necessarily, but they might start going wrong, and then the fans are all, all going to point at Dal Clark because he, he said himself that things have gone wrong.
1: So I, whether it works for the team or not, it's difficult to say because I'm I'm not in the dressing room every day. I do I do have obviously good access to the club and I bump into the players here and there and, and, and all that, but I don't, I'm not in the dressing room. So that whether how how it works with the players, I don't know, but. I think it works It works for Darryl In the sense that It's It's how he it's just who he is It's how he operates Now There's a difference between Disclosing information And honesty Disclosing information Darryl doesn't like talking about injuries Doesn't like talking about transfers You can name Your list Doesn't, doesn't like talking about them But he's not dishonest about it He just says I don't like talking about it So that's one thing That's one issue Separate The issue, well, for me, I don't think it is an issue if I'm honest. The honesty side of it. There's been times um, where he maybe has uh, sort of toned down his way of his language to describe something, Um, but that is very rare. I'd say a good 99% of the time he'll come out and just say what he thinks off the top of his head. Um, Now, some players might look at that and think, I don't like the way you've said this about me or this about the team, blah, blah, blah. But I think the players now he works. Um, he's come out. For example, the, the 2-1 loss to Carlisle at home in December. The winning goal, 94th minute. It looped over Liam Robertson. And, he, and he, to be honest, he should have got something on it. He comes out and says, my goal, he should have saved it. He was a lot more angry than that. He said, he said a bit more than that. But you, you see what I'm saying. He's honest. And... From a journalism point of view, I appreciate that because oh yeah, it's good for you, isn't it? Isn't, uh, to write in the paper, yeah, it's it's not that it's it's not that I'm trying. And Daryl knows this as well because I've spoken to him about this, and and I think fans know this as well because I think they've got used to how I work. Uh, it's not that I I, I'm, I try and catch him out. I, I don't try and catch him out at all. There, there are questions that he doesn't like at times. Uh, and he can answer it the way he, li- he answer it or not answer it the way he likes to. That's fine, um, and that's that's the nature of the game. And that there will be questions the club or or him personally don't like being asked. But I never ask a question to try and get him to say something to go write a headline. Mm. Uh, that clickbait crap is not for me. It's, it's not the way ENS work either. Yeah, it's no. just I'm uh, not interested. Um. So from a journalism point of view, it's good because I don't have to probe him. Into saying saying something he might regret or saying something he doesn't think, which I wouldn't want to do anyway. But because he, he gives you enough as it is, he tells you how it is, he tells you what he thinks, um, and he'll and he'll he'll just say his opinion. Whether he, whether people agree with his opinion or not is another thing. But I think, well, as you say, with the penalty situation with like, with Hasnitz and things like that, managers at times will just say anything to defend a player. And sometimes you just cannot defend that player, whatever he's done. So, for example, Matt Sandler getting uh, sent off at Oldham for <laughs> punching the ball. He can't defend that. There's no <laughs> way he can defend that. The performance after he got sent off and they lost 2-0, you can't defend that second half performance. And he knows that, and he comes out and doesn't defend it. He actually went probably too far the other way and when it ripped into him probably a little bit too much. Um, but I think fans appreciate his honesty as well. And... I think the, I think the players do personally as well, so I think from all angles personally i think it's it's it can only be a positive thing um and he's and he's relatively not I'm not talking transparent with everything, but he's relatively open with me about most things as well as I said, there are things i transfers injuries he doesn't like talking about but on the whole i quite I quite enjoy his honesty, and that's just the way he is he's a big character, it's the way he does it and I've got, I've got no issue with it. I don't think fans do either, to be honest. There'll always be the odd fan that doesn't like what he says, but that's the, that's the nature of the game. Are you prepared to talk about Port Vale? What's that meant to mean?
0: Well, I remember last time you, we tried to talk about Portsmouth with you, and you, were, uh, you said you haven't done your research yet for that game, because it's two weeks ahead. Are you, are you are you ready to talk? About- <laughs> oh, I see, you, I, see yeah, yeah. I see what you mean now. I see.
1: I was really confused then. No, no, no. Have you done your research? Uh, no, i am not done my yeah. research about Port Vale. Why are you coming to me about Port Vale? Well, we'll
0: leave
1: Port Vale <laughs> because they w- they won't be. Oh, I'm, t- I'm busy. I'm a busy man.
0: My word, there's a lot of Twitter questions in which we will get. Uh, to. Is there that many?
1: Throw them at me. Uh, he's just loading so, them up, guys. Yes, hang I, I, on for I him. He's not very these, So Lee Lee Reynolds, he's sent quite a few. He sent about. Um, seven. So <laughs> we'll we'll start with Lee and we'll work through. Okay. Work through his because uh, Lee's always good at at um, and offering me something to, to, to talk about or answer. So we'll make sure we do him. Uh, we do him justice.
0: Yeah, so we'll start with this top one. Is um, oh, actually... so
1: you're not starting with Lee then? Oh, well, no, no, no. So Lee's top one. Lee's going to be one. really annoyed you it you get... No,
0: Lee's top one. Is what I uh, his top question.
1: Do you know what? No, let's <laughs> let's, not, let's not do it that way because the way it works on the screen is start with vital, then do all the Lees, and then we'll do the ones below.
0: Okay. So vital. I'll, I'll just I'll just boss you around, and I. Vital's asking whether. You, th- you think we'll see Corey Roberts um, this season? He, he came back from a pretty horrific injury from last season. It's a bit of a surprise that he hasn't made more of an appearance. Anyway, yeah,
1: so. um, they have a lot of options uh, in defence um, and a lot of good options as well. So there are there will be something coming out tomorrow um, that I'm putting out tomorrow morning. Um, asking Daryl today in the press conference about youth players and bringing them through. And, because basically he said they are going to get the chance... Towards the end of the season, there's some of them are going to get some chances. Um, I didn't actually touch on Corey specifically because um, he's not really a youth player anymore. I know he's still quite a young lad, but he's not really a youth player anymore. So it's I'm not going to sort of in terms of that. I don't think I don't think as far as I'm aware he's involved in that conversation as as a youth player getting an option, getting a chance rather. Um, but in terms of will we see him, I'm not sure we will. Um, because I think the defence is pretty sol- solid and pretty set um, when James Clark is back from injury as well, that's just going to have him out of f- fader even more, I mean you look at, for example at Newport uh, They Zach Jules got a game he's been on the bench a lot, uh, alongside Sadler and Scar at centre half and they had no other defender on the bench so Corey Robertson didn't even get a bench spot for that game so it um, it depends really I, I, if I'm honest I don't think we will um, it all depends but potentially on injuries and suspensions and if there's a game that, I don't know, maybe they're winning comfortably come 70th minute or something, they'll give him a run out, I don't know, but uh, I'm not convinced he's going to at the moment. Um, I mean, Scar's coming through, he's up 24, 25, James Clark's not the youngest, 29, 30, so I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say he will leave um, because he potentially will have more opportunities next season, it just, it just depends really on the recruitment in the summer.
0: Right, we'll get into Lee Reynolds now. Come on, then, Lee. This is time, uh, he says, "What's the point in playing uh, the lone players in the remaining games of the season? Surely, having the lone players in the starting eleven is stopping our own players getting vital minutes worth of experience. Um, and then, could this affect the team next season? If
1: I will, right? I'll, I'll try and be quick with Lee's ones, not because he's a, cause he, he's a very good contributor, but he's yeah, he's, he's tweeted about seven times. So I'll, yeah. I'll try and be quick so we can rattle through them. Um, sadly, Lee, I disagree." Um, only because you need to have the balance between winning games and giving them the chance. They're not going to play all of their eighteen-year-olds from the start in a league game, unless they might do it last day of the season. But even then, I don't think they would. Um, what's the point in playing them for experience if they're just going to get battered 3 uh, 0 I don't think that does much help. If, if anything, it's probably detrimental. So, um, and you look at the, you look at the lone players. We've got Pring who is the only fit left-back and is the best left-back at the club he has to play Um, you've got uh, Holden who potentially is going to be one they're going to chase to get in the summer so I don't see an issue with playing him uh, depending on position because I don't think he should be played out wide Sharon is given. I know fans haven't taken to him too well, but I thought he, he's done okay, actually, last couple of games, and he, he adds a bit more bite. His passing's pretty poor, for what I've seen so far, but he adds a bit more bite. and yeah, a poor Win, start. He lost wins headers. Yeah, yeah, he wins headers and, and things like that. Um, who else have we got? We've got Rose, backup goalkeeper. He's, he's always, he'll always be on the bench. Uh, Gaffney's injured at the moment, but um, when he's back, I'm sure he'll be in the squad. But And there isn't, there isn't really any young strikers. If we're going to get... Consistent minutes. They've got Luke Pierce, fifteen-year-old who's coming through. He's not going to get consistent minutes because he's fifteen. Mitch Canlan, who's what nineteen, he's not quite doing it at the moment. So um, I might have missed a, a lone player there. But either way, you can see what I'm saying. I think you've got to you've got to you've got to have the balance between the two because they still want to win games. They don't want to lose all thirteen of the last thirteen games, but play Alfie Bates and Sam Perry for every single game because uh, what's the point in that? So I think it's going to have to be a balance that wasn't as quick as I wanted it to be no, but you know, you know it wasn't I mean. quick
0: but when, also when you're rebuilding a team like Warsaw are and even if those lone players aren't going to stay on to the end of the season it's about finding what sort of players work with the players that you do have and maybe exactly 18 year olds aren't going to be that fit for now so and it will help recruitment in the summer if you know who fits where what type of player fits where yeah, yeah that's good
1: yeah, the styles of players them. as well yeah that's a good point good work, Dave uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lee Reynolds
0: next question uh, he, he's asking why he keep playing. Make a snappy Kinsella, on, left wing or left wing when you've got Nolan on the bench. Um, he says Daryl Clarkson doesn't want to pressure Nolan, um, but isn't it better to start right. him and then to bring him on when he's losing? I mean, Nolan, I saw him at Crawley when he made his debut. He, look, he looked pretty impressive, yeah, yeah. then. he only seems to have made bench appearances. Since he now. has,
1: yeah, and a couple of them haven't been great either. Not that he's done anything necessarily wrong, but he hasn't sort of had that spark. So I think, if I'm honest, I'm surprised he hasn't started a game yet. I think he will before the end of the season, but the, Kinsella has played there in the games where they're away from home and they need a bit more solidity, and he's actually done quite well. Um, Nolan's eighteen; he's obviously not ready to play week in, week out yet. I think ease him in and give him a couple of starts towards the end of the season. Um, so again, Lee, I do, I, I, I do actually disagree. Although the club obviously should have brought a winger in, so. That's that. That's the. It's sort of a catch twenty two. You can't really win. Right,
0: his next question we've kind of answered. Uh, do, you want to, do you want me to read it out anyway?
1: Um, what is it going to be? Oh, I don't know what it is. So
0: <laughs> It says, "Why bring Sharon in on loan when you've got Perry? You can do that job and also Corey." Roberts yeah, we've, do do, we've done but this Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah sorry. Uh, I mean, you,
0: okay. His next one: <laughs> How vital is the summer transfer window going to be for both Daryl Clark and Warsaw? If we don't recruit better this summer and have a poor start, can can Warsaw? If we don't, can Warsaw should DC survive? Or will oh he walk? <laughs> can you read, Dave? Is put pressure on himself, saying want promotion team next season. That's how it's free.
1: right. He's he has put a bit of pressure <laughs> Any, on himself. Final
0: question: Is anything below seventh? Is um, Daryl Clark gone? I think it depends whether it depends the how signs it, of that process it, and that development. It, yeah, it thing. depends
1: how far below seventh. If they finish one point off, mm. maybe not. But it, um, yeah, they they need. To, that's what they're targeting for. He needs to get his recruitment better this summer than he did last summer. That's, that's without a doubt. Um, but I think he's got a better idea now of what he needs and what he wants, um, because it was when you're starting from scratch, it can be a, a difficult process. Um, so it's vital. Yeah, some some windows vital. They need to decide who they're keeping on um, and build a team around the key players uh, and in a and with a, a formation in mind. What they started to do with the five of the back in the summer, but it, they weren't scoring enough goals and they scrapped it, rightly scrapped it very quickly. So. um yeah, they need to finish top seven next season. Facts.
0: Uh, we've kind of uh, talked about this one as well. I'll move on then. Okay. <laughs> that was, You're too slow, Dave. I didn't even it. consider it that time. Um, how many of the current squad will be leaving and then how many and what position is needed to strengthen for us to be a top seven team? He, he reckons the defence looks good enough. He needs a possible keeper. Well, I, 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 yeah, let me run through yeah. this
1: because I can see this. So um, defence, I agree. I think the defence is good enough for me. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I think. I think that's fine. Goalkeeper, I'd say no unless Liam Roberts leaves. But that's that's if you keep Jack Rose. So if, either way, I would I would try I would go for Jack Rose. Either way, getting permanently whether Liam Roberts stays or not. Um, if he, obviously he leaves, they're going to need someone on top of Rose as well. Uh, two wingers at least. I agree. Um, if you've got Wes and you've got Jack, not next season you imagine we get even more game time. Hopefully, you're looking at needing. Another one for either side, I'd say. So yeah, another two, I agree with that. Um, I would agree with two strikers as well, um, because Gaffney's going to potentially not be here because he's alone. Adebayo, he's done okay, but he's scored five goals. I'm not sure whether Dow was too keen. Um, and then it says two creative attacking centre mids. Um, I wouldn't say two, first of all. I'd say potentially one. And then breed in one of the younger lads. Maybe get, get Alfie he's obviously he's in the first team pitcher now. Maybe bring a Sam Perry through, someone like that if they're if they're ready. Um, so he says looking at possibly sort of seven, minimum five. I I want to be honest, I'd, I'd agree with minimum five. Um, that that's, that's without any outgoings. If you're looking at some of the older players, so Sadler Guthrie, for example. Whether they might move on after the year potentially, then you're looking at needing another player. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree with pretty much most of what he said there.
0: Uh, just looking through the next few questions, we pretty much answered them. One from Nick Etheridge is talking about whether they should focus on. They're contracted players rather than loans. We oh, yeah, so yeah we, Cheers, nephew um, who answered that one. Sam Hadwin's uh, asked about what you're doing tonight for your date. Yeah, that's Sam.
1: Uh, no, he says, what are we doing tonight? Oh, what? what is it, us is it, two No, it's in it me and Sam.
0: Oh, oh, oh. Sam, he, on, he, he, works, uh, he works at Warsaw. Go on, then. Have you got... Nah. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sam. Uh, next one is talk about your view on the season tickets game. We touched on that. Yeah, touched Sam, on that. Uh, Butters.
1: Cheers, Butters. <laughs>
0: uh, Chris... If you had to keep a spine of the team for the next season which one centre-back, centre-mid and striker would you keep and do you think it will be Roberts all Rose or another number one next season?
1: That's a good question. Um, i on the goalkeeper first of all um, I think Roberts will still be there. Like, equally I wouldn't be surprised if someone came in for him because he had a good season so I'd say Roberts still number one. Um, I'll stick with that. If I had to keep Spine. So one centre back. I would say. Oh, that's a tough one. So I'll
0: give you mine first. When he doesn't watch Warsaw as much, he's watched about ten Warsaw games. So <laughs> Go on. Mine is. I think it'd be. Uh, I'll
1: make a decision.
0: <laughs> Scar. Scar. uh Sinclair and and a F- uh, flash. Just Flash. flash.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. I'm going to agree with. Uh, I think I might agree with all three of them. I, I'm potentially thinking. I potentially, I potentially say Alfie Bates instead of Sinclair, maybe, mm. if he breaks into a, like a proper first team, week in week out starter, which I think he's got the potential to do. But I'm there or thereabouts with what he said. I would close to saying James Clark because I, I, I think he's a good player and he can. He's experienced. He's the captain. He can play along the back four in other positions as well. But I think Scar's been pretty good, so we'll go with that.
0: Uh, this next one from Ron Pickering. Oh, Ron's,
1: Ron's given us a few. Um, if it's if there's any nasty words or anything, don't read it out, Dave. I know what you're like. Doesn't look like there
0: is. Funny how Dale Clark says Bates not in the cold, just about made the freezing bench. Plays a pub defender with no first touch <laughs> and can't pass wind. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Still plays his mates and would rather have work workiner than players. Do you know what that word? means? I've got no idea what that means. <laughs> Guthrie can't pass and no, no legs. No, can now. Pa- can pass, but well, no Guthrie legs. Obviously, can pass
1: and no You're just legs. Like, no. trying to put words in Ron's mouth. <laughs> uh, I, well, I know Obviously he
0: adds On to another tweet. Why are we still doing zone? I assume he didn't mean zone on marking.
1: He seems. Yeah, I'm, I, I don't know. Ron, sorry, I'll move on for that one. Uh, the <laughs> other one, uh, I agree. with Guthrie's legs are not quite there um, on, on the ball. He's got quality. Um, he's talking about Sharon there when he says that. I know I know that's what he's talking about. So I will just, might as well just say it. Um... He obviously Bates is out in the cold. He's, he's 18. I think fans get a bit carried away. Don't get me wrong. He's he had a couple iffy performances when he when he came out the side, but before that he was doing brilliantly. So don't get me wrong. He was doing really really well. But he's an 18 year old lad. He's still got a. He's I mean, he's yeah. He's still got a. He's we've well, got plenty of years ahead of him. He needs to. He needs time. Um, I think fans sometimes get a little bit. Go a little bit over the top in that they they want this this lad to be playing week in week out every single every single week. He, I I think it's a clever approach to be cautious. Do you think um, he, if he
0: was playing week in week out and he wasn't performing because he was playing too much? Do you think fans would attack him or do you think they'd be more forgiving
1: because? He... I think fans would give him a lot of time. Yeah, because they they, are, they are, he, he's very good and they've taken to him well. And he's uh, he's relatively local. I think he's from Coventry originally. So he, yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I think fans would have patience with him personally. Have you got? Have you got one more? I believe we have.
0: Uh, who of the current squad will be in your starting eleven in next season team? That comes from Stuart Scooby Butt.
1: Oh right, let's go through the starting eleven. So we, let's use the starting eleven. Uh, yeah, do let me yeah. bring it up for you. No, no, that's no, right. I've got a good memory. Um, <laughs> so Roberts, yes. Facey, yes. Cla, no Scar, and Clark would probably be my two. Pring, yes, but he's not going to be. I don't think because he'll, he's online and He probably won't be there. Um, so yeah, defense and goalkeeper, I'd have the, I'd have the same. I'd, I wouldn't have anyone else in right mid. I'd have someone else come in there. I'd probably go with. I'm going to be a bit hypocritical here, saying about with Bates, but I'd probably go with maybe Bates and Sinclair. It's a bit hypocritical because I just said he needs time, but yeah, I, I wouldn't say he plays every game. But that's what I'll go with for now. McDonald on the left. Keelan and Gordon up top, Keelan Lavery and Gordon up top.
0: So, so you think you think they only need those few more pieces it's, of the puzzle to get in? To start well, obviously, the if they
1: it's difficult to say from now because looking towards the future, if they bring a player in that's better than what they have in the start eleven, obviously you're going to play them. But what they what they're lacking, I think, at the moment is I think they've got a good core of a of a, a good promotion winning side. They just need that. Um, that, 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 that depth, they need that, that yeah. balance as well. They need the depth, the balance, and the, that quality throughout the sort of you're looking at maybe 24 to 25 man squad, and then adding the youngsters onto that as well. Um, so that's where I'm coming from with that, yeah. Personally,
0: there we go. That's so all we've got time for today. It's not, is it? It's well over an hour now.
1: How well? How long are we done? Hour five minutes. Oh, look at that. <laughs> so uh, Robert vital asked me to make it as long as possible because he's, he's driving up to Warsaw tonight. So uh, I hope that's long enough for you, mate.
0: Well. I'm going to create a nice little graphic for uh, for tomorrow for this pod. Get a little clip out, tweet it out. What? For people's. You've not seen the graphics I've been doing for the Wolves podcast? I've
1: not seen any graphics you've been doing. Oh, Don't show me now, show me afterwards. Because okay. we're, <laughs> we're literally just going to be sat in looking at a picture on. It just doesn't work very well for audio.
0: <laughs> Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time. Nice one.
1: Thank you. We'll Bye. see you and Dave. Maybe. You are coming, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for the match. Right. Yeah. We'll see you all tomorrow. <laughs> Bye. Other Saddlers.